I got love for you, man. You know what, I'm saying? <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Cabby Presents podcast. I'm your host, Cabby Richards, and I'm so happy this summer's here. It's officially WSW. That's white shorts weather. I'm not sure if it's a hashtag on Instagram, like Women Crush Wednesdays. But I'm so happy it's here. Summertime, people are being active. I'm seeing people on their bikes. I haven't seen that many rollerbladers, thank God. I've seen people running. Every time I see people jogging or like on their way to a to or from a yoga class or a boot camp in a park, I feel guilty. First of all, I salute them and I just say to myself, good for you because you are being guilty under, you know, beautiful, uh, beautiful day out and why not be active? And then I just feel really guilty. I feel guilty mostly because I'm usually eating Cheetos or all dress ruffles, um, hickory sticks, also one of my favorite uh, snacks. I've been getting into barbecue salted peanuts. That's been my, my recent uh, junk food of choice. So I feel guilty, rightly so. Why am I eating all that crap? Why am I not down by the lake, you know, busting out a, a, a 50 minute run or a, an hour run trying to burn off some K cows? Or recently, my boy Bobby's taking me to run stairs over by Castelloma. I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, actually, I'm not even sure why, uh, what made Castelloma so famous. But this is famous castle in Toronto. And uh, uh, some super rich dude built it. And the only thing I know about Castelloma is about 200 yards away, 200 meters away, there's another castle that the dude built for his mistress. And there's an underground t- tunnel. So side pieces, they've just been in existence for seemingly ever. It's not just the athletes have the side pieces. It's also super rich dudes from the 18th century. Uh, so I went to this charity event recently, and um, it was called the Baumler Family Foundation. And at this event, there's karaoke. Now, Rod Black, TSN's Rod Black was the, was the MC, and I really, I really enjoy Rod Black. He's such a good dude. But I hated that he brought me up on stage. I'm not a guy that sings well. And I'm not a guy that sings well in public. So he pulled up Bob McKenzie, the, uh, the god of, of the NHL and all things hockey. So McKenzie, so Rod and McKenzie both called for me out of the audience. So I had to go up on stage with uh, Adrian Obelli, who is a, a CFL alumni, and Brad Smith um, to, to go on stage. And the song they had, they chose, was Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. I don't know this song. I know Johnny Cash is an iconic figure in rock music, but I don't know. And I know, and I've been told that Ring of Fire is probably his most famous song, but I don't know the song. So when Rod and and Adriano and and Bob McKenzie started singing the song, I retreated to the band. There was a band that was playing, and I just went back to the by the drum kit, and I was pretending to play the triangle. So I guess I'm admitting to you. That I lost a ton of man points because I, you know, Johnny Cash was a man's man, 
and by, by me not knowing his music, I lose man points. I don't think I lose as many as if I don't if I didn't know how to change a car tire, which which happened to me recently, and I didn't know how to change a car tire. So I know I lose. If a man's given 100 man points, I got to lose probably 40, 47 man points for that uh, infraction. I don't know if I lose any for karaoke, but if I went on stage and I killed it in karaoke, maybe I would gain some. We're going to continue on this karaoke uh, train with my guest. Uh, but before we get to him, let me remind you to score big on game day with Subway Catering. Try our delicious piled high sandwich platters or custom-made giant subs. Your guests will love the taste and you'll love the value. Subway, eat fresh. Some orders may require 24-hour advance notice. My guest joins me on the phone from Michigan right now. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. The first time I met this young man, he was playing basketball, which makes sense. It was a little over a decade, and this sharpshooter was a little dude. I think he was like eight or nine from Mississauga, Ontario, which is a suburb of Toronto. We were at an outdoor basketball tournament called Hoop It Up, which were these like three-on-three basketball events all over Canada. According to my research from the Elias Sports Bureau, he lost in his championship game led by Nick Wiggins. The last time I saw Nick Stauskas, he was icing his knees in Atlanta, and I was bugging him for nuggets about how he would experience the March Madness tournament as a professional watching like the rest of us. So now I am pleased to welcome Nick Stauskas to the Cabbie Presents podcast. Good day, sir. Good day to you. Thanks for having me on the show. Hey, was any of that information correct? I believe all of it was correct. I did not know that I lost to Nick Wiggins in the finals. <laughs> so I had no clue. Man, I just made that up. I think you guys are around the same age, aren't you? Or he might be a year older than you? I think he's a little bit older than me, but I don't know, man. It, it's it's all the same. Because <laughs> Nick Nick did four years at uh, the, with the um, cycle, or, uh, Iowa State, right? No, he was at uh, Wichita State. Wichita State. Sorry, I'm thinking. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, he did, he did four years, right? And you did two at Michigan? Yep. Okay. So then, yeah. Okay. So one or two years is probably, uh, probably different, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. If you guys want to, uh, see what's going on with young Nick Stauskas, it's at N Stauskas. That's uh, N Stauskas 11, excuse me. N S T A U S K A S one, one. So, uh, Nick. Sir. You got a lot of pictures of your girl on Instagram. Like, what's um, like, and I know she feels great about it because women love it when their dudes show them a lot of PDA. Like, it's like, hey, women, you know, women crush Wednesdays. And I have a friend of mine, Justin, who always tags his girl like every couple of weeks on the the women crush Wednesdays. And I'm not sure that you do that with your girl, but there are a lot of pictures of your girl on Instagram. Is that part of the thought process? Like, hey, I was gonna post this. She's gonna feel good. And and then there'll be yeah, no problems you, in my you relationship. Gotta, you gotta keep you gotta keep them happy, man. You gotta keep them happy, and um, you know they all love Instagram and all that kind of stuff. So just throwing them the shout out every now and then it it keeps them it keeps them happy. It keeps them content. Because girls are so obsessed with Instagram, I wonder if like like if your girl if she looks at a picture, one that you post of either the both of you or just her, and she's like, oh, that one only got seven thousand likes. Like I wonder oh, no, if she's. 
she's like that. She's, <laughs> no, she's 100% like that. Like, it, it's it's funny, like, how, like, it's like a thing for, for women. Like, when they get, you know, and like most girls aren't getting 7,000 likes on a photo. Like, they might get, you know, 30 or 40 or maybe 100. And, like, but they they definitely are very aware like as soon as they put the picture up, a couple minutes later they go back to see the activity on the timeline, and they go back like ten minutes later. I find that so many people, like when I'm out and I'm look just with like girls or whatever, Instagram is like the thing that's on every. It's either the, it's either iMessage or Instagram. Do you find the same thing? Do you do you notice 100%. the same thing? And yeah, I'll throw Twitter in there too a little bit that I I, I see that a lot, but. Yeah, people are thirsty. People get thirsty on Instagram. People <laughs> always looking at the likes, always looking at you know what the comments are saying. And I'm like, I could care less. I could care less about what people are saying, or or if this picture got four thousand likes or five thousand likes, it doesn't make a difference to me. Hey Nick, what are what are the DMs like for you? Listen, you're a young, good-looking kid from Canada. You're very nice, mild-mannered. You can shoot the lights out when you get the rock. You're only how old? Are you twenty-one or twenty-two? Yeah, I'm I'm twenty I'm twenty one right now. You're <laughs> twenty one years old. What are the DMs like for you? I'm not saying you are posting to DMs, but the DMs that you receive. You know what? I really don't I don't receive that many DMs on on Instagram. It's with me. Honestly, most of the DMs that I get are from like little kids who like who are like, man, you're my hero, and like I I want to play like you, and all that kind of stuff, which is you know, which is awesome, and I. I really enjoy reading those, and I'll try to respond to, you know, as many as I can. Um, but the, the DMs aren't really too crazy for me. I'll, I'll be honest. Okay. Well, listen. We'll have this conversation in 2020, and then we'll see what the DM activity is like. Yeah. I, well. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Things can always <laughs> things can always change. So you never know. Where in the? Oh yeah. Before I get to uh, where in the world are you? I know that. I guess by. I guess when we when we spoke last week, you were in Michigan, which reminded me to remind you of three names. Okay, being I'm going to start with uh, this gentleman who's from Kalamazoo, Michigan, Derek Sanderson Jeter, and then I'm going to follow that up with Leonardo Wilhelm DiCaprio, and then I'm going to follow that up with Eric Marlin Bishop, who's also known as Jamie Foxx. What do those three men have in common? What did they have in common? Yes, Are sir. they all from Michigan? Is that is that what it is? No, only only uh, Jeter's from Michigan, DiCaprio. I'm not sure where he's from, and Jamie Foxx is from Terrell, Texas. Um, they're all very rich. They are all very rich. That is correct. That is that's one of one of three. One of one of two things that they have in common. They're all famous. Ah, okay, it's one. Okay, two of two. Okay, there's one more. Two of three. There's get the third one. Oh man, the third one's tough. That uh, what was what was Jeter known for other than being a legend in the pinstripes, one of the greatest Yankees of all time. Other than that, are they all? Is it all three of them are lady? They're ladies, man. That's what it is. They are lady killers. Yeah, and I, I figured. <laughs> the reason I'm reminding you of those three dudes at 21, Nick. Don't get married, man. Well, you know what? There's no, there's no plans. There's no plans on that at, at this exact moment right now. So there shouldn't be plans geez. until 2041, my G. Yeah, you know what? It's yeah, it's it's a long way away. <laughs> Listen, you're you're in your prime, okay? Well, not you know, not not your athletic prime. Your athletic prime is like seven or eight years away, which is crazy to think like how good you're going to be then because you're already good. 
Um, but listen, you know, young man, just plying his trade, trying to, you told me in that interview in Atlanta, you're like, you're trying to make it out here until like 15, 16 years in the league. That's why you're icing your knees back in March. I'm yeah. like, dude, aren't you like 14? You're like, yeah, I'm 14, but I want to play until yeah. I'm 40. I got, you gotta, you gotta take care of your body, man. If you, if you don't take care of your body, you can't play. And, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, I, I'm trying to have a long career in, in, in this league and trying to be successful, um, you know, for however long I play. So, you know, any advantage I can get, whether that's, you know, making my knees feel better or whatever it is, you know, I'm trying to do that. Nick, are you trying to make a brand of hot sauce successful? I am. I actually yeah, I have my own hot sauce out right now. Do you uh, actually? You have your own hot sauce? I, yeah, I do. I have my own hot sauce. <laughs> what is it called, and how did this come to be? Well, it's, well, it's called Sauce Castillo. Um, okay. It's made by a company called Musashi Foods. And uh, it just came about throughout this year when I received the nickname Sauce Castillo. And uh, ever since then, it's just kind of it's kind of taken off. Wait, that's your nickname, Sauce Castillo? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the nickname. When did you get that nickname, and who gave it to you? Well, that's a long story, but we have time. We have time, my G. Basically, what happened was, you know, throughout this, we were playing the 76ers at home one game, and I hit a three. And on the, um, you know, on the screen where, you know, if you have like you press the SAP button and like you know, there's like the words come up of like what's you know, if if there's no sound, like there's the words that come up. The closed captioning, yeah. Yeah, the closed captioning. So. Apparently, the closed captioning guy made an error, and instead of it saying Sauskis, it said Sauce Castillo, which was kind of weird. And then, sort of, that was one game, no big deal. And then the next game, I, I actually had a pretty good game, and you know, I was shooting the ball well, whatever. And then the same thing happened again, where they made the Sauce Castillo mistake. And then after the game, everyone was on Twitter, like, good game, Sauce. You know, way to shoot the ball, sauce, all that kind of stuff. And I was confused at this point because I didn't really know what it was. Right. And then once everyone explained it to me and they were, like, loving the nickname, I just embraced it and it kind of took off from there. Sauce Castillo. That is dope. That just, that sounds uh, mucho caliente, and uh, which was a horrible. I'm sure if anybody of Spanish descent heard that, just they probably just shook their head either on the treadmill or in the park. Like this guy's such a friggin' idiot. So then, how did how did the uh, the hot sauce company reach out to you? Well, they reached out to my agency, and basically they just like negotiated a deal where we were going to start selling hot sauce and all that kind of stuff. And it just kind of over these last couple of weeks, it's just started taking off. Right, is your face going to be on the bottle? Or just the name, just your nickname. No, it's just my. There's no face on the bottle. Maybe that'll be in the future, but my name's on the bottle, and it says it's like the official hot sauce of Nick Stauskas and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> so it's pretty, it's pretty cool, man. I didn't think I'd ever have my own hot sauce. <laughs> well, it makes sense for a sharpshooter, someone who lights it up when he's on fire, a la some yeah, NBA Jam exactly. style. So that, yeah, that totally makes sense for you and your brand. Uh, the popcorn issue. The popcorn. Yeah. Like you, I know, I know Boogie's not a dude. Boogie is not a dude that he can, he probably doesn't take jokes very well. Like, so if you, if you put some of that hot sauce in his sneakers or in his, in his, uh, boxer briefs or in his, you know, his Gucci shoes, like how would that play out for you? If he found out that you did it as a reverse Uh, prank? Um, I probably, I'd probably just, I'd probably, uh, 
I don't know what would happen, but it would. All I know is it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. <laughs> you might have. You might have to fight. Like you. Like he. He's gonna. <laughs> he might. Yeah. He might throw the. He might throw the hands with me. I don't know. It would be. T- it, it would be interesting to see. But I'm not gonna even try it out. So. <laughs> so okay, but who else? Rudy was in on that prank, and there was a third teammate, right? Who else was in on, on that? One? Reggie. Reggie Evans. As Reggie well. Evans. So yeah, Reggie's a, another dude who you can't really. Because on Reggie's resume, doesn't Reggie, like, punch dudes in the balls? Like, in, in games and stuff? He's he's elbowed or punch, grabbed dudes in the... In you know, the, he, I, don't know if, I don't know if he's done that, but he's a very physical player. Like, he, that's, I mean, that's his game. He's, uh, you know, you know, he's a grinder down low, and, you know, he likes to initiate contact and, and get physical down there. So, you know, things like that are kind of bound to happen. What if you put it... What if Does, does Reggie wear baseball caps? He does, yeah. You could, you could line the inside brim of his of his baseball cap with that hot sauce, so that it like burns yeah, up his. That that again, I, I don't think that would go over too well. <laughs> you know, that wouldn't be a wouldn't be a smart idea on my part. So wait, I feel so. Is Rudy the most affable? Like, is Rudy the of the three? Is he the guy that would take the joke, the prank, the the best? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> See, it sucks that you can't, like, these guys, like, prank you. And I saw the video, and you're like, man, how am I going to get all this popcorn? Like, th- that was, like, those guys were freaking jerks, man. Because it not only did you just, like, put popcorn everywhere. It's not like it was your car. Then, like, walked on it. And, like, it just it just wasn't a good. And you embraced it, eh? You're you're a great sport. But they, they, they did you dirty, man. They did you. Uh, at that point, you know, I just had to embrace it. There was, there was no other way to go about it, so. I just embraced it and tried to keep a smile on my face and was it, was um, it weird? guys have their, have their fun with it. Was it weird that the cameras were coming to your, like following you to your place that particular day? Yeah, they, well, they tricked me. They, they said that they, cause it was the last home game of the season. They said they wanted to do like a, a final home game, like, you know, rookie, like final home game, of your rookie year, just kind of closing up the year. They said they want to sit down and like talk to me about like how the season went and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, if you guys want to talk to me, why don't we just do it at the gym? Maybe you don't need to come to my house. But I was like, you know what, whatever. I'll let you guys come over for a little bit. And then once I opened the door, I it all like kind of clicked. I was like, ah, oh, I see what you guys are doing. Wait, who had so, the key yeah. to your place? Your girl? No, they, well, see, they, from what I've heard is that they, they took the keys during the game because all three of them were injured. So they took they took the keys during the game and went to my house while I was on the court. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because then, because yeah, you're on the court and they have free reign of the locker room and they could just as soon as you know seven oh seven hits, then boom, they could take off. Boom. How far do you live from the uh, from the arena? Um, I I like I didn't have a car all year, so I literally live right next to the arena. It's like oh my gosh. Distance. Oh okay. And they probably just took the popcorn. From the actual stadium, from the arena, just yeah, like, yeah. They got they got ten garbage bags from the arena. They filled it, and then that was the rest was history. How much did it cost for you to clean that up? Like you, you must have hired a cleaning service, yeah. Well, you know what was awesome actually was that they. I think it was Rudy that uh, Rudy offered to take care of the cleaning services, which was very nice of them. Like George Clooney is is known as a master prankster, and and some of his pranks aren't apparent like right away 
I mean, he, yeah. he's he's got that long play kind of thing, and I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I know on movie sets, on the Ocean's Eleven, or the Ocean series, and to various um, uh, cast uh, cast members, he's he's pranked them. Do you have a long play idea in mind? I don't have any ideas yet. I don't think – I might start coming up with a few maybe. Uh, I just – I don't know. I feel like every rookie goes through it and it's kind of just like, you got to, uh, you got to just, you got to be willing to, to take the pranks and, and kind of just laugh at them. But I might start getting some ideas to prank the rookies coming in. Oh, next right. Couple years. Yes. Cause then you'll be the seasoned veteran and they can't really yeah. do anything to you. Yeah. So I'll, I'll start thinking of some stuff. Hey, I, um, I interviewed uh, Ronda Rousey recently and uh, speaking of, of hot sauce, I asked her about, uh, the Rock's diet, like when The Rock was uh, preparing for Pain and Gain and the two Fast and Furious movies and Hercules, he had this insane training regimen where he would work out. I think he would do two a days. He would start at like 430 in the morning. And over the course of the day, he would eat six or seven meals like every two hours. And he would consume 10 pounds of clean foods of fish veggies, mostly protein and veggies, over the course of the day, 10 pounds. So I asked Ronda Rousey, who's a friend of the Rocks, I was like, Ronda, if, if after one of your matches, you were going to be that gluttonous and eat something, eat 10 pounds of something over the course of the day, what would it be? And she said, hot wings, like that's her thing, it's like hot wings. So I asked the same question to you, Nick Stauskas. If after, if at some point you're feeling con- considerably gluttonous and for a 24-hour stretch, you're just going to turn into me. What would you eat? What 10 pounds of what food? You know what? I'm, I'd probably get 10 pounds, of, uh, 10 pounds of Chipotle. Chipotle? Oh, so that's like 10 burritos because I think each one's about a pound or maybe a pound and a half. Yeah, or even the burrito bowls, man. I like the burrito bowls. You can never go wrong. Right. Wow. That's like you would, you would, you would instantly have a food baby. And you would like, you'd have like one of those, you know, like, you know, like Peyton Manning has that, like that dad belly, you know what I mean? When yeah, you, see, yeah. you see him playing football or like yeah. that. And that new thing about the dad bod, have you seen that recently? No, I haven't. There's like some, some thing out there where some women are saying they're into the dad bod because like DiCaprio has like a dad bod, which is so offensive to women. Cause they're like, dudes are like, yeah, we can just be these fat slobs and lazy, lazy bastards but like no no women no don't you try to have like a mom bod because then we're just gonna we're just there's a such a double standard on for for women so the dad bod like you're hopefully you'll never have one until you're in your 50s i mean you're a long and uh, lean guy but there is right now in the marketplace the dad bod has a little bit of has a little bit of popularity and i don't even think i don't even think leo is aware of it i didn't even i didn't know that at all Hey, uh, uh, speaking of popcorn, have you seen any uh, summer movies yet? No, I actually haven't. I haven't got a chance to go out to the movies in a while, but... Um, really? Yeah, maybe I... God, I don't what, know, man. I've been busy just... What, do you, what, do you, whole, what is uh, consuming your day? Man, just a lot, of, a lot of workouts. A lot of workouts and a lot of just different stuff going on and... I'm back in Michigan now too, so I have been hanging out with like a lot of the guys from the team um that I used to play with, hanging out with the coaches and whatnot. So I don't know. I've just been I've just been busy. So workouts, like are you just like shooting or are you in the gym doing circuit class and p- circuit 
training and plyometrics and that sort of thing? Well, like I, this, I work with a strength coach here at, at Michigan, and um, you know, he's really good at what he does. You know, with kind of changing people's bodies and and you know, just getting more explosive and quicker and whatnot. So, you know, I just trust the work that he's putting me through right now. And then I also, you know, when I go onto the court here, you know, I'm working with someone who, um, you know, he's really good at putting guys through certain workouts, whether it's ball handling or shooting or whatnot. So, you know, I, for example, on a day like today, I'll end up, you know, doing three workouts total. So it does wow. it does take up a lot of time. Why are you working out in Michigan? Like, Why aren't you back home in the GTA or in California? I would love to be back home in Toronto, but I really, um, I really like working with the strength coach here in Michigan. Um, I think he's, I think he's one of the best at what he does. So, um, like I said, I just really trust everything he's putting me through, and um, you know, hopefully by next season it'll really just pay off and it'll, it'll show on the floor. When did you buy a place there, or are you just renting a place? I'm just renting an apartment for the summer, oh, okay. so nothing too crazy. Got you. Um, so okay, so of the of if there's like a random. Well, there are random Wednesday nights or like a Monday or Tuesday night and you just want to like blow off some steam and go to the movies. I recommend Mad Max. That thing I've is heard, insane. I've heard some things about it. What have you heard about no, it? I've, I've heard only good things so far. Um, so we'll see. I'm going to have to go check it out. During the season, are you much of a movie guy or do you just like... Yeah, no, I, I love watching movies. That's a movie. Like watching movies is like one of my favorite things to do, so... Who's the dude that you, who's the dude that you go to the movies most often when you're on the road, like to the to the cinema? Um, who do I go with from the team? Yeah. Honestly, I'd rarely I'd rarely go with guys from the team. Like one of the well, like we had a coach on our team who was a little bit younger. He was like 25 years old, and I'd honestly do I'd go with him most of the time. Like I saw I saw Entourage and I saw San Andreas, and those are yeah those those are both okay. Like Entourage has so many cameos and. The movie starts like on fire, like you just get a taste of Vince's life, which is very much like Leo DiCaprio's life. Like they're on a boat, they're just bad chicks everywhere. Like, oh yeah, yeah it's it's it starts out on fire. Um, but I'm like, I'm a Tom Cruise guy. I don't know if you saw the trailer for Mission Impossible Five. The dude is hanging onto a plane, so the dude is like, like literally on the outside of a plane, like, like going like elevating, taking off into the atmosphere on the outside of a plane. I know he's harnessed to the plane and whatever, but my guy is actually on the outside of an airplane as as it ascends into the air. I love that dude. Like That guy gets my 15 bucks every time out because I know Tom Cruise is going to give me everything. He's going to do all the stunts. The acting may not be the best, but I know my guy is like, he's intense with it. He's as intense as Boogie Cousin is. Boogie Cousins is if somebody like smacked him in the face. Yeah, no, I like I like Tom Cruise too. I like I like a lot of his movies and the Mission Impossible ones are always good. So, well, who are the guys that you're um back in Michigan working out with? You mentioned that your your a bunch of your ex teammates are still there or former teammates have come back. Yeah, well, actually, um, Tim Hardaway Jr. is supposed to he's supposed to come back pretty soon. Mitch McGarry has been around quite a little bit. Um, and then a lot of my former teammates who still play on the team here, you know, they've been around all, uh, all spring and summer. So, um, you know, it's just it's been good working with everyone and just hanging out with these guys again. So I, I really enjoyed it. Nick, when was the last time you shot on your own basketball court in your at your parents' house? Ooh, man, it's been a while. Probably last summer was the last time. 
my man D had this brilliant idea. Do you remember the idea that we were trying to put together? What was the idea? We were trying to, uh, we were trying to put to get. We were gonna fly Steph Curry up to Toronto so that you guys could oh, have. Oh well, yeah, no, yeah, well, with, yeah, the Steph Curry thing. I I wanted that to happen so bad. You guys man, could, you was, could, you could do it now. Awesome. I mean, well, maybe not now because the dude is, well, he's busy playing basketball. But like, yeah. now that you're a professional athlete, like there'd be no sanctions, no, you know, limitations of what you can do. That could that could actually happen, and it should actually happen. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe we'll make it happen All Star Weekend at some point. Ooh. Maybe that'll be yeah, maybe that'll but be it's the, but the it's your to do it. it's your outdoor court though, right? It's in it's in the backyard, right? And you know you yeah you've you've avoided our treacherous winters by going to play in Sacramento, California. So yeah, I'll, I did avoid those, which was I was pretty happy about. <laughs> Unless Papa Stauskas uh, builds a roof, some kind of uh, atrium in the backyard, then uh, we'd have to get get it in in the summer months. Yeah, that might yeah that might not be a bad idea building a little roof over there, keeping it dry. You can you can afford it now, Nick. I can't. I, that's the good part. I can I can't <laughs> afford it. When I last saw you, we were talking about March Madness, and uh, I recently like posted something on Twitter or whatever or Facebook, just having the conversation about what is the most exciting of the tournaments. So because I want you to rank. The most exciting tournaments. So the four of the four major sports, so you know NBA, NHL, NFL, MLB. Add March Madness, and then also add the World Cup. Those six tournaments. I'd like you, Nick Stauskas, to rank them as one through six, the most exciting, and actually go in reverse order from the least exciting to the most exciting. All right. Well, you're gonna, you're probably gonna think I'm crazy, but. I hate soccer, so the World Cup would probably be the least exciting out of all those. Okay, this is okay. This is sub- obviously this is a subjective list because there are some people that are just told you to go bleep yourself. Yeah, or through, that are um, listening. After that, I'd probably have to say the Stanley Cup playoffs. Are just they're not they don't do it for me. Okay. Not a big hockey fan. So that's number five. Okay, also sacrilegious to many people. Okay, so what's number yeah. four? Yeah. Um. Then I'd, I'd probably have to go with the the MLB playoffs. Baseball, okay. I don't, I don't even the World Series. That was called the World Series. Yes, that was, man. Is that what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> Come on, man. That's what the kids have been calling it for 120 years or whatever. As as long as whatever since 1906, since the friggin' Cubs haven't won, or since the Cubs yeah. won. Yeah, well, those are pretty boring for me too. So the World Series probably will probably be fourth. Okay, so then your top three. So what's the the tournaments remaining? Are NBA, March Madness, and NFL. So I would have to say, um, football has grown on me a lot the last couple of years. Yeah, God, um, you went to Michigan, man. Like, of course, football's grown on you. Yeah, still, I still don't love it, but I, I can enjoy it. I'd, I'd give Super Bowl number three. Okay. Then what's then? Number? I would. Ooh, that's a tough one. See, I oh. I would probably have to say the NBA playoffs would be two and March Madness would be would be number one because there's really nothing like March Madness when it comes to the tournaments or, or playoff style. It's one and done. It's one. It's, yeah. And and the World Cup tournament is sing, is like that a, a little bit because there, well there's a bit of round robin play and then it's single elimination. NFL is single elimination. So I, those tournaments I find are 
have a, a little bit more excitement because it's just one game. It's not you can't rebound like you can in the other three to play. Well, I guess in MLB there is the one game playoff to get into the playoffs. Um, but March Madness is tough to beat. That's uh, why. Why is it? Why to you is it the most exciting? Well, it just. I mean, one, I'm a basketball fan, so yep. just off the bat, it makes it more exciting. Two, I've I've been a part of it, so I kind of understand like the pressure and you know all the kind of anxiety and you know all the all the feelings that kind of go into to being in that tournament. And, you know, kind of this year watching as um, you know watching as a pro, it was you know it was cool. Even though that my team, you know the the Wolverines weren't in there, it was still just really exciting watching you know, all the games and, um, you know, trying to predict the upsets and whatnot. So I'm still just a, a huge fan of the tournament. Guy, you can't, you don't, you're not getting, you don't get into soccer. You didn't get into soccer last year. Hey, I, Say it again? I said you didn't get into soccer last year. No, not at all. No <laughs> for me. Listen, that's like, that's, I, I'd say to, to the global audience, the soccer is by far number one, but I, like many people, I just can't take the diving. When guys are diving yeah. and they're acting like they got shot by a sniper in the second row and all that kind of, I just can't take that. It just, it just, just wussifies that sport to me. I don't know how much you pay attention. Do you watch like the late night uh, talk shows? Did you watch the Letterman finale? No, I didn't. Does, I didn't get to see that. Does David Letterman resonate for you as a 21-year-old guy? I don't of the talk show guys. I don't. He's not my favorite, but I mean, obviously, he's had a really long career, so he's always done obviously done a lot, um, a lot well. So okay, so if Letterman doesn't resonate as far as the late night talk show hosts go, who's the guy that does? There's Conan, there's Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I like I like Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. Those you know, are your guys. You guys are both pretty funny. Yeah. So how do you watch the late night? shows like do you actually watch on tv or do you find yourself watching their clips on youtube yeah it's mostly clips on youtube depending on like the people that they have on the show and whatnot you know speaking of talk shows i was actually it's actually kind of funny because me and my boy spike were talking about this the other day uh i actually i actually don't mind watching ellen i think ellen's pretty funny Ellen is really funny. She's yeah. She's not late night, but yeah, she's absolutely a talk show host. Yeah, yeah no, she's not late night, but as far as talk shows go, I think she's I think she's awesome. Yeah, Ellen. Uh, I love that she dances. I love. She's always funny when Bieber. Bieber's been on that show like a hundred times, and he's always oh, yeah. a, apologizing for something or she's getting him on something. Um, yeah, yeah. She's she's oh uh, that new dude. Um, uh, is it James Corden? He had Bieber doing the. Have you seen this one? The karaoke in the car bit. I haven't. Seen, oh no! Oh yeah! The yeah yeah! I've seen that. I've seen that. It's it's brilliant. Like he, all all the artists that go in the car, they're like, no, and I'm not gonna sing my music. I'm not gonna sing my music. But the artists are such narcissists that they can't help themselves but sing their songs, their own songs yeah. in the car. If uh, if you were, I was recently at a charity event. It was last week. I was the the Balmer Family Foundation, and part of the charity event is people went up on stage to sing karaoke, and I got dragged up there. I have the worst. I have the voice of a screaming goat. Uh, but if you're dragged up 
to participate in karaoke, whether it's a, a rookie thing or it's a team bonding thing or you're out at somebody's birthday party and you got, you know, when the Remy's in the system for you, you got you're feeling nice. What's the song you're going to go up and sing, Nick Stauskas? Oh, man, I got to pick one song. Yeah, or, or a couple like or an artist that you feel comfortable that you can that you can, you know, put in a decent six out of ten, seven out of ten performance. I might do some like Justin Timberlake or Justin Bieber out there. It really <laughs> just depends on feeling that day. Wait, what Justin Bieber songs do you know? I know a lot of them, man. Like I know what? A lot I'm, Which ones? I'm a big, I'm a big Justin Bieber fan. I, I love Justin Bieber. Okay, you're not answering the question, Nick. What Justin Bieber songs do you do you know? Like all of them. <laughs> what do you mean, like all of them? Give me some of them. Like. Like all of his like recent stuff, like over the last couple of years, I, yeah, I know all of his songs. <laughs> Name some. Like there's uh, like boyfriend. Like there's like no, no, that's like old. That's like that's like old, old. But like yeah, I do know that. But like his new stuff, like confident, all that matters, hold tight. Like th- those are all songs that like, I know all the words to them, and probably give me probably a, do a little. Give me a little bit on the karaoke machine. Give me a little bit of confidence. That's the one with Chance no, the Rapper, not, right? Not Chance. I, I'm not. See, that's the thing. You did a good job giving me a say which song. I was gonna say I'm not gonna <laughs> sing it on here though. Not a Chance. Come, on, dude. You're the one who said you love Justin Bieber. Like, you, you know, be if you're gonna ride for him, ride all the way, man. Be a ride or die for JB next Dowskis. I can't. You know what? Yeah, you can. I yeah, appreciate you, can. you giving me the. I appreciate you giving me the time to do that, but I just, <laughs> I just don't have the voice for it, man. I got the, like you said, the voice of a screaming goat. No, you don't have the voice. Of, I have the voice of the screaming goat. You do not have the voice of a screaming goat. Trust me, you do. You don't want to hear me sing. <laughs> and what about what about JT? What about Justin Timberlake? Um, uh, I might. I, honestly, I think I would do like "Cry Me a River" or something. Oh like my that. gosh, you're going falsetto with it, cause like, my guy, like in the the chorus, he goes way up there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can hit the notes, but I do like that song a lot. Wow, I'm a. I always liked uh, "Push Your Love Girl." The uh, on his. Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's a good song. And good uh, "Cabaret," song. I love like, cause and I remember in the in the. In hearing about Cabaret, the song specifically, he reached out to Drake and Drake dropped 16. And, and Timberlake was like, no, man, you got to give me more than 16. You got to give me another 16. And it's like, what? Drake's like, yo, I just, I spit a hot 16. So Drake went back and he spit another, he spit eight or 12. It wasn't a full 16, but like, yeah, I, I imagine for some of those guys, they just drop off a hot 16 and they're like, okay, I'm done. But then Timberlake's like, no, man, you got to give me more. So Drake's like, all right, well, you are a legend, so I'll give you a little bit more. So, yeah. those, so those are your guys. Your Timberlake and Bieber. You are gonna get up there and rock your body and be all around the world. Those are my. T- See how I dropped it in there. The rock your body and all around the world. You did. You that was pretty impressive. Thank you. Uh, lastly, on the 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 Fallon versus Kimmel tip, if you were to Fallon is great because uh, or he's great at a lot of things. Both guys are great. But Fallon's great because his guests. He always gets his guests to play games. It's either a slap yeah. game or the lying game or beer pong or whatever. Uh, so if you're invited to Fallon's show, uh, what what would be the game that you hoped that he would he would offer you to play? Oh man, that's that's a tough one. I see. I was just saying, I don't know like all the games that he has to offer because like I don't like I don't keep up with. I what about lip sync? Would you shows. do Would you do a lip sync one? He does lip syncing. Yeah. No. See the. Um, 
like for example, I was watching the video the other day where he had uh, he had Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell. Oh, that was he amazing! Did, uh, they amazing. Did, they did the they did the lip sync battle. That was really funny. Like, I think that would be pretty cool to go on there and, and do that. And then Kimmel, Kimmel likes his pranks. He's like, you know, he'll tell yeah. parents like, hey, tell tell your kids you ate all the Halloween candy. Or he had yeah. he had Drake once go out to he does he does lie witness news so he'll go to a music festival invent names of bands and ask people like hey what do you think about the uh, the uh, what, what's your what's your nickname again uh, uh, sauce uh, what's your nickname Castillo. again yeah what do, you, what do you think about sauce Castillo opening up for Kendrick Lamar so he'll do he'll do like pranks um, and uh, so what uh, if you're on uh, Kimmel's show would you be would you go out and be like a correspondent at one of these music festivals or just be on the street asking, maybe yeah. asking people about their knowledge of Canada since you are a Canadian? Yeah, you know what? I think I would be the correspondent that like does interviews to try to mess people up. There was one that I saw that he did that was really funny. It had me laughing really hard. He um, he had, um, he was the one doing the interview and he sat down with these little kids, like maybe four years old. And gave them this, like, gave them a bottle of pickle juice, oh my and goodness, told them, amazing. and convinced them that like the pickle juice makes you like stronger and like perform well in sports <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. And so he would like have the kids take a sip of the pickle juice, and they would be like on the verge of throwing up from drinking it. And this would all be on camera. And then he would he would interview and ask them why the pickle juice is good and why it tastes good and all that stuff. And just hearing the things that the little kids had to say were hilarious. So I think I'd, <laughs> I'd probably get into some pranks like that. That's amazing. I haven't, I haven't seen. I gotta look that one up. That sounds dope. Oh, and, and finally, I gotta, get, I gotta get shove some love to Conan. Conan's got this great bit where um, he does like the clueless gamer. Did you ever see the bit where Rob Gronkowski and Marshawn Lynch played uh, Mortal Kombat together, like during I the Super Bowl? Not, I didn't see. I don't watch Conan, but I, I didn't see that. It was during the Super Bowl, so they obviously had two of the big, the biggest stars in the game play each other in the game. And there's just a clip, Nick. Just watch, just watch the outtakes, the Marshawn Lynch outtakes, because he became, he was, he became legendary because he didn't want to talk to the media. He doesn't enjoy that process. He's just here. I'm all about that action, boss. I'm just here so I won't get fined. You know, just all these great sound bites. And uh, with another ones, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I remember. I remember seeing. Oh yeah, <laughs> Russell West, Russell Westbrook. What it's all about execution or whatever. He just totally ripped that off. Yeah. But but just watch that clip of the outtakes. Marshawn Lynch playing uh, um, Mortal Kombat during the the Super Bowl with Conan O'Brien. It's amazing. It's amazing. I recently. I can imagine it'd be pretty funny. I recently saw uh, Rob Gronkowski in Boston. Um, uh, one of his teammates was having Rob Ninkovich was having a charity ping pong tournament. So I asked Gronkowski for a, for an interview. I'm like, yo, Gronk, I just want to cover the, the ping pong event. And he's like, oh, no, nah, man, I can't because uh, I'm just here for Rob. I'm like, yeah, no, no, I know. I know you're here for Rob. I'm here for Rob also. I'm just doing an event about ping pong. And he's like, ah, oh, well, if I, if, if, you, you know, if I interview with you, then all these other cameras are going to be around. And they just want to ask about deflate gate, which is just ridiculous. And nobody gives a yeah. – only people in Boston give a bleep about deflate gate. But that story has, like, just been so overblown. But he uh, he shut me down, much like many of the women that I've liked in my life. My dude just shut me down super quick. Ah, uh, it's okay, man. There'll be other opportunities. When was the last time? When was the last time you were rejected by a girl? This is obviously when you were single. Has it ever happened? Uh, I don't. 
I can't like that sounds like a no. That sounds like that's never happened to you. I can't like really remember a time where like I like I really like tried to make a move and someone was like no. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you weren't, or you tried to like I turn into a uh, an aggressive rhino when I when it when the Remy's in the system, and like yeah, I, yeah yeah and and I just I have no tact, no couth. I just my skin just gets thicker. I just smell more. I'm sweaty. I'm just more of a beast. And they oh, often, good. they often, oh. much like your 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 Desmond Howard uh, alumni from Michigan, they often give me the Heisman. <laughs> that's, that's my game. Oh man! Hey, listen, um, I know you probably have another friggin' workout today. It's it's amazing that you're doing three days. You're much, you're kind of like the Rock in a way, but but not trying to build two hundred pounds of muscle and be an absolute friggin' silverback gorilla. You're trying to be, you're trying to get your what your Ray Allen physique on, or yeah, yeah, you know, I think I think that would be a great physique to have, no doubt. Yeah, he was he was muscular, and that guy could shoot the lights out. If you're yeah, if you have if it's one hundred shots, Ray Allen versus Steph Curry in a on a neutral site, and it's just and the audience is you, Reggie Miller, uh, and uh, I can say Larry Bird. Um, and I'll say, I'm going to go two more. I'm going to do, I'm going to go, um, hold on. Uh, Peja Stoyakovich. I know this is super random. Let's say Clay Thompson. Okay. Say Clay Thompson. Uh, 100 shots. Who's, who's going to win? Who do you, who do you have your money on? So you're going 25, uh, you're going, you know, five at each station. You're going back again. You're going back and then you're going back again. Basically think, four laps. I don't think anyone could beat Steph. I think he's on a different level right now. More than Ray? Yeah, I think I, I honestly I think Steph's the best shooter ever. Do you? I mean, Ray he's was playing like it right now. He's like he's breaking records that you know no one else can really do. So yeah. he keeps this up over his whole career. I bet you he'll. I mean, he'll shatter almost all the records as far as shooting goes. Flick of the flick of the flick of the wrist. Hey, when we have that that shootout contest with you and Steph Curry, you and Chef Curry. It's Chef Curry versus Sauce Castillo. Ooh, then afterwards, the second part of that thing is we got to make a meal. It's either some kind of, it's either the wings or some kind of guacamole dip with a little bit of, yo, there's there's a food segment in there too, my dude. Yeah, no, we could do a little cookout after that. What? Something like that. What? And then uh, don't invite your girl so we can invite a bunch of randoms to the house. <laughs> Oh, Cavi, you're a savage, man. You're a savage. <laughs> I really am. Listen, uh, uh, a leopard can't hide his spots. Uh, I want to thank you so much for uh, spending the afternoon with me, man. I do appreciate your time, Nick. And um, I hope this summer the the stroke is is wet. You know, the workouts are amazing. And then the sophomore the sophomore year is your your you know you, I know I think you had a high of what 15 or 16 this year. I hope you're averaging that next year, my G. Hopefully, man. I'm just I'm trying to put in the work now, so you know I can see the results throughout the year. So I appreciate you uh, you wishing me well. One hundred percent. And for the people listening at home, it's uh, N Stauskas eleven on both Twitter and Instagram. That's N S T A U S K A S eleven. Happy to be joined by Saus Castilla on the Cabbie Presents podcast. Have a good one, my dude. Thanks for having me on the show, Cabbie. Thank you for listening to Nick Stauskas on the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. Fresh. This was Cabby Presents, the podcast. Oh, yeah.